Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You are listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, Season 6. The podcast is supported by Scent Crusher, Scent Off Game On, Tinks, Cat Work Truck, Victory Archery, Thorn Broadheads, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Cobra Archery. Burris, HHA Sports and HHA USA, Reveal Cellular Cameras, and Deer Camp Coffee. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazarana tonight. Along with a full crew of BHP members, we got Tim Mazaran. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Dave Thomas. We got Jay Dumas. We got Jamie Noboom. You probably want to change your name there, Mr. David, um, on, on the Zoom here so everybody actually knows who you are. Um, but welcome, everybody. Jamie, Jay, David, always amazing to see you guys. And we have a special guest tonight, Sean from Heartland Bow Hunters. How's it going, man? It's good to see you. Going good. Doing well. You didn't want to try and pronounce my last name? No, I, I, I looked at that thing at the last minute Smart and I man. said, absolutely not. But if you wouldn't mind, tell us how to pronounce your last name. I was just hoping you'd butcher it like most no. people do. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pronounced Wachtel, but usually I hear Luchtel, 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 Crazy. You got to take it in the in the proper order, right? Hey, just imagine having my last name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I swear to God, I saw a B. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> oh my god! I love so it. Sean, Sean. What's up, man? How you been? Oh, uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Busy. Um, I went to uh, West Virginia this past weekend, which I'd never been to, and. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. Didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, outside of that, just working away. Um, it's supposed to kind of be downtime, but as you guys know, there's really no downtime in anybody's <laughs> life. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, what were you doing out in West Virginia? Uh, I got invited to a banquet. Um, oh, this was, it was two years ago, actually. And then COVID hit and they kept postponing it. And then they had it this year. It's just a bow hunters banquet with like, there's probably like 300 people there. And I was, um, was a did a seminar and then I was the keynote speaker actually on no way. Saturday. Fun. First Man time in the hour that. spotlight on you. Yeah, it was wild. Um, I've never actually, you know, sat and talked to 300 people or more um, at uh, for like an hour. And it's like, <laughs> wow. I don't know about you guys, but like when you, if you've been given that opportunity, you're like, man, I don't feel like I'm that interesting of a guy to sit there and talk for an hour. <laughs> I'm going to try to make it interesting, I guess. So it went well, though. Well, it was cool. 
That's awesome. Well, well so, so, so did you have a, did you have a speech planned for that? Like, did you have everything writ- written out or was it kind of just kind of on the fly? Kind of like us. Like we have honestly no clue what we're doing right now. Yeah, no. And that's the, I didn't want to do like a scripted thing because I was like, eh, I've done that. I remember doing that in school and it just never worked out well. So I had bullet points and like a little bit of a presentation to go off of. Um, and then I had like seven minutes of video since, you know, we do video. I was like, I got to show some of these people, some of our video. And then, yeah, the rest was pretty much off the cuff. I, I practiced a little bit here and there, but um, it, yeah, it was, it was not scripted. <laughs> I got the, uh, I got the best advice in college from my uh, communication cashier. You know, you got to go up there and do a 30 minute speech and all that kind of stuff. My teacher, like right before um, we started this, this series of everybody has to get up in front of the class and all that kind of stuff, she's like, I'm going to give you one tip. It's like, for, for, for those of you that are 20 or over, wink, wink, two shots before you start talking <laughs> and it'll go smoothly. <laughs> so just a little hint for you. But um, no, it, it, it is. It's, it's a little nerve wracking to get up in front of that many people. I mean, we do this all the time. We talk to a lot of different people. In my day job, you know, I'm, I'm doing, you know, 100, 100 group member meetings, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like even I get butterflies before I go up on stage because it's like you start overthinking things a little bit. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was just getting ready to say is like, I feel like the best thing to do there is don't overthink it because yeah. when you do, that's when you do screw up. And like, I don't know. I just thought of like, man, dude, you're having a conversation really kind of with yourself, essentially. I mean, granted, you are performing a little bit, but just think of it as just talking to yourself. And that's what we all do. That's the, I mean, all day long, we're all constantly talking to ourselves. So yeah, well, that's a great segue for the rest of the podcast. So Sean, if you wouldn't mind just going through that whole speech again and go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I already, I already scrapped it and uh, (laughs) gone out of my memory. And, yeah, uh, I had uh, I did a couple things. I you know the ATA invited me to do the media summit, and we did it. Uh, the one I did was virtual, which, to be honest, it was a little bit. Um, it was more nerve wracking than I thought it would be, mainly because I started thinking about. I just it was interesting because you're doing it to your peers in the industry, you know, because that's who's mainly hearing it than the consumer. So it was kind of like nerve wracking because like I started thinking like maybe they don't like, maybe the things I think are important in, in social media and stuff, maybe they think that's like stupid, you know, or maybe, you know, you start like really thinking like, you know, maybe we are not really doing what we think is cool. <laughs> you know, so I remember that feeling, but I get it. I get it all the time. And I learned that I get this very strange uh, cough comes over me when I get nervous before I'm going to talk in front of a scene where it's like my boss is at work or, and not just bosses, but like if I went into a boardroom to talk, I start coughing beforehand. It's very odd, but once I'm in it and I'm doing it, I'm, I'm fine. It's like the weirdest thing. It's almost like, like I'm allergic to like start coughing. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. I mean, I, I'm sure I have my own nervous tics that I, I don't even know of. My wife was there and she's like, you said um like 50 times, but other than that, you did all <laughs> I think everybody That's knows the one that. thing I always pick up on is the ums. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, yeah, yeah, it's a little quirks and all that kind of stuff, man. But... Um, so what do you, <laughs> cause that's my thing. It's like, my mind is so far ahead of my mouth sometimes. And then it's like, oh, okay. Jimmy, and then I'll lose, lose track. <laughs> is it really your mind ahead of your mouth? Or is it your I mean, mouth ahead of your mind? I knew let's, this was let's, let's pinpoint this a little bit. I mean, I, I, I haven't gotten too much trouble. There's a lot of things I want to say, especially at work that I do not. So. Yeah. Hey, I was literally at this, I was literally at this training one time. All right. And this guy is like an electrical engineer and he's going to teach us all about electrical, right? How to be safe, how to do all this stuff. And the guy knew, I mean, just talking to him outside before he actually got up there and did his presentation, you could tell this guy knew everything. But he was a nervous wreck. I'm watching him start to sweat. All this kind of stuff going on. It was like maybe 60 people in the room. He gets up there and he's doing this thing with his mouth. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is not good. So then he just, they're like, okay, this is so-and-so. They introduced him and he just stood there. And everybody's like, what is going on right now? He just stood there and he stood there and he, he told the guys like, I can't do this. He's like, I can't do this. I'm like, he literally walked off the stage. On the stage? Yeah. He's like, I can't do this. I was horrified. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. What do you mean you can't do this? You, you could say anything and none of us would know what you're even talking yeah. about. You'd be smart. So it, it, read the charts. Of it. <laughs> Holmes, Watts, Volts. The guy, I thought the guy was going to fall out. It was that bad. So Sean, you got this, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, heard, yeah you made like, it. You made it, right? Yeah, I did make it. But I remember, um, what was it like? oral presentation class or something. It was like a, an elective in college freshman year. I remember we had to, to go and, you know, it was a speaking class or whatever. And I remember our professor, she was like, yeah, like number one fear of uh, most people in the world is, is death. And then uh, second to that is public speaking. It's <laughs> like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that that really instills the confidence. Yeah. So yeah, it, I mean, I love it, man. Well, I feel like we should talk a little bit about hunting, man. So, probably. are you guys so turkey season right now, Michigan and elsewhere? It's coming around the corner. Are you doing any turkey hunting? What's going on? Nope, giving it up this year. Not turkey. Hunting. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. I know you didn't ask that question. Not fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going turkey hunting. Uh, going to Nebraska for uh, April 1st for a couple of days, and then. I'll hit Kansas, Missouri, and then I think I'm going to go to Wyoming again. I don't know if you guys have ever hunted Wyoming, but pretty fun hunting uh, Merriam's. Uh, yeah, we get a lot of questions about, like, where we hunt and what we do, and the answer is always just Michigan. <laughs> yeah. For some, for some of you. <laughs> oh, we do. That's kind of where we're at. So well, that's where all the monsters are. Why would we want to go anywhere else? Well, that I mean, at, well, look at your wall. You know, those are some. Those. Are some... <laughs> look at my wall. He's <laughs> got a picture of a deer. He's <laughs> got a picture of a button buck. He's got a picture of a deer. Someone else's trophy picture. I make sure face crudely. I make sure those deer are in every video because it took me like 35 years to get one. Okay. That's right. That's right. And I think that was probably the biggest deer in Michigan too. Which honestly, those are amazing deer, Jay. For for real. For Michigan. Seriously. One of the funniest podcasts we're ever on. We're on. And it was with uh it was with Jeff Janice. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, these I got these bucks, and he's showing us these awesome bucks, right? And we're like, what are those little ones behind you? He goes, Oh, those are the Michigan bucks. <laughs> he's from Michigan. Oh my god, it was the funniest thing ever. We were dying. So yeah. so what is your season looking like coming up? So you got obviously you got turkey, but you know, for all the big stuff coming up for you guys. When is that going to start? Do you have like elk on the agenda? Uh, obviously you have whitetail, but uh, tell us a little yeah. bit about the states you guys are thinking for all that. Hopefully. Um, I put in for Montana, New Mexico, didn't draw Arizona. And then I think that's it for elk. I don't think I, well, I guess I did put in for Utah, but I don't, I highly doubt I draw that, but yeah, just um, hopefully Montana and, maybe new mexico we'll see nice. but other than and that so, just so which bow are you shooting this year then so i know Botech launched some new stuff and i guess i was curious what you specifically are going to shoot i'm going to shoot the 350 um i literally am getting it set up right now i have it set up not fully i haven't sighted it in but um yeah i'm going to shoot that uh, for turkeys i i don't feel like it really matters for them um but for whitetails and well fall big game definitely in the 350 so looking forward to that i feel like um i cranked up my um my well i didn't crank up i actually toned down my setup with heavier weight as well and so my my arrows were flying a little slow this past fall and at the end i had uh three different deer duck my arrow um, really yeah i'm shooting, wow. I'm shooting only shooting like 250 feet per second so uh what's your draw length 28 28 so. you doing 60 pounds no 70 70, 70 pounds uh, they ducked your arrow how far away is the shot uh two of them were right at 40 but i had a doe do it at like 25 and i'm like nah. wow. <laughs> yeah wow was she alert you know i could, I could use that excuse like as a miss but thankfully i had video to actually back it up and, and you know Wow. Or I'm sorry, I could use that excuse 
for a bad shot, but they were going to be perfect shots. Thankfully, I have video to go back and look at. <laughs> Dave, he must have been hunting at train station 20. That's how those does <laughs> drop over there. Yeah, it happened to me <laughs> Three footer. a couple years back. But that oh, was yeah. at, I was at 629.60, but only, well, was I, at, I was at 40, that was 46 yards, but the doe was alert. And that's why I asked that question. She was, she wasn't like alert when she, when I shot, but she was already like skittish, you know, when she came in and when yeah. she put her head down to eat, that's when I fired, but she knew, I mean, she was like, you know, and I still hit her, but she, man, she made a move. I, I probably, I don't know what did you say, Jay. I, oh, she ducked into it. That's what it yeah, was. I was actually right gonna miss. It. it was a bad shot that was that ended up being a good shot. She That's what it was. It, was <laughs> pretty, it looked like actually a, pretty cool. Uh, that was on purpose. Yeah, it yeah, it was yeah. on purpose, of course. Like yeah. I guided it <laughs> like a duck duck shot. Did you say you're you're shooting 250 feet per second on your setup? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I actually switched my bow over to the comfort setting too at the beginning of the season. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna shoot heavy arrow setup, comfort setting, like everything's gonna be great. I'm gonna be dialed in and have pass throughs. I'm not gonna probably not gonna take a shot over 40, 45 yards. Like just try to make sure I've got pass throughs. And like I act, you know, the deer that I did kill, I had I had pass throughs, but then at, towards the end, I shot at two different bucks, both of them ducked, both were at around like 40 yards. One was alert, one was feeding, and then that doe at 25 and she was feeding. So hmm. I was, I mean, well, yeah, really like something's got to change yep yeah I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> well that's when you know i'm gonna switch over to the, the performance setting on that Botech, and i would honestly think that's going to be the um changing factor that i need yeah. yeah i'm sure it will it's a lot more power and and what about broadheads do you guys use any specific brand or yeah we use an ap and i've gone back and forth between um the hellraiser which is fixed and then the yeah. um the kills on which is expandable and um, I had great success with that, uh, with that Hellraiser penetration, but the Hellraiser yeah. is sweet, man. The, to me, like those heads. So like, if I go through the different brands, like if I ever think of, let's say the Muzzy, uh, one, which is a solid blade broadhead, the Montec, the M3 Montec, uh, the Hellraiser. So to me, like any of those would be badass in a scenario of any, any bow compound or crossbow. And, you know, my, every time I've used those type of broadheads, I get clean pass-throughs, really good blood, um, you know, and then for mechanical, I usually get a little bit, I mean, if I hit it right, if I get it, you know, in the goodie box, I got usually a shorter chase after I hit them, it's, they go less distance generally, and the holes are definitely bigger and the blood is more. <laughs> so i do feel if it's hit right and you have the right scenario now however I, like i was telling the guys you know i had a shot on a nice buck like was i think it was 20 2020 in the beginning of 2020 and i it, it was too close it was like a five-yard shot i took an angle downward shot i hit it in the top of the the rib cage here and it didn't even it went in like this far you know and that was with a rage and it i'm like whoa you know and i came off of shooting four animals with the rage all like you know, perfect, you know, easy shots, you know, and, and like where everything was, so if I have the angle, it's no problem. But if you try anything weird, that's where I get nervous about any mechanical now. So it's like, eh, if I, you know, broadside, no problem. But if you start thinking quarters and stuff like that, I get a little more nervous, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. It's like, give or take, like you're saying, um, with an expandable, I feel like it's, it can be like, if you have a perfect shot broadside and all that, like it's a gory mess, there's blood everywhere. Whereas mm -hmm. if you did the same thing with a fixed blade, pass through, not much blood, but the animals, it seems like, don't usually go as far. You can watch them fall in sight. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, as far as, you know, because I know a lot, every time you guys come on, we always, we always end up talking about cameras because I love to talk about cameras. But uh, what's the slowest frame rate you can get with the equipment you're using right now? Mm, we're using a lot of the uh, Canon, or we're mainly using the Canon R5, and that thing only goes to like 120. So really okay. not that slow. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish it was slower. Um, everything else I love about the camera, but that's one thing that I'm like, and this kind of sucks. I wish it would was a higher frame rate, but um, 
we do have a red, which will, I don't remember what it records, like 300 feet per second or something like that, or frames per second, I mean, but we don't use it that often. So. Yeah, that, yeah. That Canon R5, that's a DSLR, right? Yep. yep. How, I, I mean, how do you guys deal with the file sizes on that? I know that's a very technical <laughs> question, but we struggle using Canons for our type yeah. of stuff because the file sizes are just so freaking big. Yeah. Um, it's just one thing that like, I feel like we've basically evolved into because when we first started, I remember we could fit our entire season on, gosh, I don't know, like four or five terabytes. Now uh, we require like 24 terabytes. Yeah. But, um, but like, it's just part of it. The, the cameras are so cheap anymore with the lens setup and everything that, I don't know, it's justifiable to just you go ahead. spend and, more on SD cards. Yeah, SD cards, and then exact. You are right about that, and then um, then the, the hard drive. So I don't know. I don't. We don't get too well. I don't get too hung up on it. Mike does. My partner. He's like, well, "Why are you filming in everything in 4K, man?" I'm like, "Cause I'm using the camera." To- <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what Dave does to us. Is like when we're filming. It's like you guys are wasting 4K. You know how long it's gonna take me to upload? This is freaking ridiculous. Stop jerking around. And let's just get this shit done. No, I always tell him stop it. You know, you record stop because it, it, otherwise it's just holy cow, man. He says it yeah. so nicely now. He says it so nicely now. <laughs> I, I get it. Like we recording. Um, <laughs> they have a I new mean, one. Like, it looks like the R5C uh cinema one. That looks pretty cool. I saw that come out. I mean, yeah, that's cool. It's not that much more than the other one. Uh, no, but I we just got ours like a year ago. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> Dave, don't and, and and thank you, Sean. Dave, don't even think about it. I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. I just I just I had to, listen. I got a text yesterday on a decline purchase because it was like I don't know, like five thousand dollars or something like that. I'm like, dude, is this you? And he's like, yeah, man, approve that so I can make this purchase. I'm like, hold on a second. What are you doing? <laughs> but it is, it's crazy. I say that because it, it's crazy. It, it, some stuff is cheap, right? The base camera, the actual body mm-hmm. of the camera, some of the lenses you can get kind of cheap, but it's all the extra stuff. Like you're editing computers, the hard drives, like you were talking about, that stuff can run not, I mean, it's a pretty penny to actually do a full show and have footage and all that. And we don't do full shows, right? Our clips are usually shorter. We're not doing a lot of like really long clips and a lot of big editing or anything like that, but it still takes a lot to get that stuff edited down. And the cost to it is, is substantial. I agree. Yeah. And it's like, I almost feel like they build some of this technology, especially the computers to like not necessarily keep up after two or three years down the road. Yeah. So then you got to buy a new one. It's like, we were we literally talking, this- Dave and I were literally talking about that like probably an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. We decided to get the better one this time because we've, because Apple just launched the studio. So we ended up getting the studio ultra because we thought, well, the pro's great. It's literally probably 40 times faster in, the, in this Mac we have now, but then we're like, yeah, but what's it going to be in three or four years? Because is it, will it keep up? And these PCs, because we also run a PC as well for other stuff that doesn't keep up. I got to, you know, constantly update and change it. And there gets, you know, all this gets, you know, virus. I mean, it's terrible. The Apple's like no problem. Everything always works. It's so I was like, you know what? It's that, it's that time they launched a six system at a good price. You, you know, that system's it was actually stronger than the original pro system, which is insane when you think of the numbers. But cameras are funny to me though, because you can adjust cameras now to get really good imagery uh, through different brands. So, for instance, we run a lot of Panasonic in our studio. Um, we have Canon, but we found that the sizes were so big that I, it was really hard to work with on this computer. Now, the new computer probably won't be a problem. But this old computer, it's not, it just, it stills up the, we use Final Cut, it it slows it down. And so we switched to Panasonic, which was a 4K, but it was compressed of some sort. And it looked, you know, pretty good. I wouldn't say it's as good as the Canon in looks, but it's very close, very similar. Uh, But it is interesting what you could do with just lenses and changing different things. But I think what people don't realize is there's just a lot of cost there because, to play around, you have to spend money. Like, okay, 
you know, I got this Panasonic G2, whatever body, but now I want a cinematic lens or, you know, or a prime lens or whatever. So I think it just, it adds up over time. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and another thing too is like, we've been using Canon for, gosh, I don't know, probably 10 to 12 years. And you, we've become brand loyal just because of the yeah. functionality. We're used to it. Like you can run the thing basically blindfolded almost. And I've switched over to Sony before. We've used a lot of Sonys. And it's just not the same for us. Like you just get, you know, if it goes with anything, like vehicle, bow, whatever, you know, you just yeah. get used to it and you stick with it. And that's just what we found to be productive for us. And then no, again, yeah, Canon's you, a great camera too. I mean, we don't have any issues with camera, or, you know, with Canon and all. I mean, to be honest with you, it's probably one of the, I'm not even saying one of the, it's the best image quality that you can get out of that type of, out of a DSLR, so and very, the pictures man it's so fast it's so fast when you take photos with them. the one thing i i i liked sony the what i liked about sony was they changed i felt like they offered you a little bit more for the price they gave you like the 4k and they gave you a smaller body um they gave you some other things but at the end of the day i wasn't a huge uh i didn't like the look of it as much as the canon's or the Panasonic's, to be honest, and and and, Pan and Sony was the more expensive. I felt like out of all of them, because they I always were though, pricey. Sony, Sony to me is probably much more out of the box, user friendly than anything else. I mean, their user interface, I think, is a lot easier. Their their basic, you know, turn on and shoot type of functionality probably is a little bit better than Panasonic and Canon. Uh, but you're right about the image quality. It's just not. As there's something missing as, as, i don't yeah. know what it is yeah. it's like there's yeah. just something that doesn't look as crisp if you did like just example a 50 mil prime same prime you know both shooting a 50 mil prime you took a picture of the same guy i feel like the can would look a little bit nicer and like a 5d mark four or five whatever yeah. just no, a little I say bit that and i'm crisper. staring at a sony a600 right so yeah but that's that's <laughs> a little, little pipsqueak compared to what these are but hey, anyway zoom is zoom, zoom yeah i agree with so, that for sure um so what are you guys using for camo like who's your camo sponsor this year we're using uh masio we've been with them for uh, probably three or four years now so oh nice um, yeah what do you guys use uh we're all over the place right now we have uh, <laughs> we have some pending deals put it that way we have used uh we did element for a couple years and uh in element we we more we wore a lot of real tree not because uh real tree sponsors us or anything but we're always we always talk to tyler a lot so we just want to help where we can and um to be honest i've never talked to anybody at mossy oak so not that i wouldn't i'm just saying i haven't so it's not like i know him or anything like that but so i've talked to tyler a lot so generally we'll use real tree where we can i do like to use things that are different like um you know, I like the Fred Bear camo. Like, I love it. Uh, when we were at Toll Archie Challenge last year, they had a freaking truck they gave away in that camo. It looks so sick. Uh, we were mm -hmm. like, man, this thing's so cool. Uh, and then, I don't know, we did, what did we do, Tim? Like, scent lock? We had scent lock for a few yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, realistically, we're fashion over, over function. I mean, that's really, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we can just, we're definitely we just have more. to look good as long as we, we don't, good, we don't hunt as hard as you guys you know do, I mean? man. We're, yeah. we're not, we're not huge. <laughs> we're not like hardcore hunters. We would never say that, you know, I mean, I'll wear pink camo. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, I'll do it all day long. Tim sits in a blind. He just walks out, sits in a blind. He's just, <laughs> well, he's that's wearing what he's wearing. That's black, a good point. Black Dave. hoodies. I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't ever typically wear camo. I do a lot of ground blind hunting. So I'm black, I'm black, I'm black typically. So that, that's just kind of my MO. It's like an emo order. Yeah. The rest of us, <laughs> the rest of us bow hunt out of tree stands, unlike Tim, but that's okay. And uh, oh. you know, we we found over the years that, you know, I, I don't know, I've tried so many different camos and so many different brands over the years that one of the coolest ones I really liked a lot that didn't it didn't survive, and I'm very surprised by this was the Vertigo by Scentlock. And I, yeah. you know when I, we tested this in the field, like multiple times and we, 
it was unbelievable what it does when you when you look up so if you're an animal or a person looking at a person wearing this not just them but even predator camo has something similar to this idea yeah, of the white kind of breaks out breaks it really does a great job yeah. and i was very surprised that Sunlock did not keep that in their lineup to be honest and i, I know maybe they didn't it wasn't their big seller or whatever but i, I still don't think i'll it. ever get rid of that suit <laughs> exactly it's gonna wear out you're gonna get the moss on it <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, did they do they have another camo line or did they just do away with their own? They did away with their own. They've always used real tree and I think Moss Yoke as well. Uh, I'm looking on their website right now because I can't remember what they're using today. Because I think they I feel like they added their own this year again or two years ago, but it's not Vertigo. It was theirs, but I don't know. What is this? Savannah? Is that Mossy Oak Savannah? No, that's their brand. Sorry, Savannah. This is a Mossy Oak, though. What is this? This original Mossy Oak? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mossy Oak, new bottom land. Oh, yeah. You yeah. wore that one? <laughs> uh, I'm wearing bottom land every once in a while, but I don't know if it's, I can't remember if it's the new bottom land or not. But what do you mainly wear like for camo then? What color do you usually use for like whitetail? What for color? Mossy? Uh, yeah, like this uh, Terra, Terra Gilla. This is sweet. Terra Gilla breakup country i've used the breakup some i've worn um what is dna it? The obsessed one. uh i haven't worn that one um the bottom land is like actually my favorite just because it's yeah i don't know it looks like retro kinda. yeah it looks really um, cool i gotta ask you guys do are you guys doing nomad still nomad yep we're still so with nomad park? yeah do they yeah. ever hook you up with any hook stuff <laughs> uh yeah yeah That's mike cool. uh mike's got the whole set, the whole setup there mr fisherman he's uh he's always fishing so he's he's like always getting new stuff from them but i don't really fish so i don't i don't know i mean i guess you don't have to wear it with the fish but it's kind it's of normal wear stuff i love it i think it's pretty cool yeah i think you did a great job I but it, i would consider it i agree it's fishing but i would consider it more just like an under armor like you know hey whatever you know throw right. it on I have a hook shirt they sent me a few years back and I wear it. I wear it a lot, especially if I go down to like Florida or something. I guess I just feel, yeah. I feel right when I'm wearing it there. I don't know why. I just... You buy a salt life <laughs> sticker? You got salt life. It's like salt life. I got to ask, what mic are you guys using? What mic? What mic is that? Yeah. This is the pod mic. So for, for podcasting, I highly recommend this mic. This is only a hundred bucks. It's made it's by a road. road. It's a road mic yeah it's okay. pod mic so i've been using this thing for the blue years. oh that's old school yeah. yeah i love it i love the look i mean it's old school look it's not old school technology yeah I don't know, mine's, uh, mine's like two or three years old and we use it just really just for voiceover stuff and i don't know what happened this thing is just constantly putting out static now and I'm probably gonna have to get a new new mic, so that's why I was asking. I saw that. You guys yeah, so this this works, but it works. It's it's an XLR, so you have to still use like a foresight, um, a box to to send it. And I thought about using the USB ones, but I, I for some reason I just I can't get away from this XLR stuff. I don't want to well, use that. It'd be easier just to go to cord, but you get yeah, a little I more think control. The USB stuff too. I think you got. I think every once in a while that you got driver issues with that on your computer, where if you use like the road mic into a focus right box that you still USBs into your computer. I don't think we have nearly as many technical issues with the mics and stuff like that with software updates and all that kind of stuff. So, and they're super, they're super directional, which is really good. Like, I don't know if you guys That's heard, but my kids just ran upstairs yelling and screaming. I don't know if you guys heard it, but they usually uh, pick up that stuff. Yeah. Huh. It's great. Like right now, I don't have to wear headphones. I because you, I can hear you guys through the speakers, but it doesn't even pick you back up, which is right. huge because I can get rid of this the headset. Now Jay can't do that. If Jay does on that mic, you'll hear everything around him. So if Jay farts. We're all hearing it. Yeah, we're hearing it. <laughs> but keeping it quiet. <laughs> which one is that, Jay? That you have? Dave, what's the Audio Technica? Yeah, Audio Technica. It was one of the ones we had at the studio because he, he's like, "Hey, you got a mic I can use?" Like, "Yeah, we'll find you something laying around." So I found him at that one, and then <laughs> I radio, have another one. Radio Shack on clearance before it closed down. <laughs> that was, was that mic was price, that mic <laughs> was one hundred fifty dollars. It was actually more than this mic. <laughs> so don't buy it or not. 
Don't buy it. No, I wouldn't one. buy it though. I wouldn't buy that one because it doesn't have it's too full circle. Yeah. It doesn't have direction, which is no. too bad, but that's all so, good. So Sean, hunting gadgets, man. Have you seen have, have you seen anything cool? Are you using anything cool in regards to hunting gadgets? So right, you know, outside of your normal hunting setup, you know, they get they got a lot of those like ozone type of stuff and all that kind of what what are you using? You see anything awesome out there? Man, I really haven't. I don't feel like I've seen anything too new come out. I, I'm sure you guys are way on top of it more than I am. I, um, just because I see your guys' reviews on stuff come up all the time, which is great because I don't feel like um, there's many reputable sources out there outside of what, what you guys are doing. Um, to be honest with you, no, I really, I, I can't think of anything right now that um, has really caught my interest. Um yeah sorry <laughs> no no no. you're good i, I was gonna say one of the things I, it, it, it's, it's so super stupid but one of the one of the cool I, i'm a flashlight guy i don't know why but i love flashlights like yeah. dark spaces and then being able to light it up maybe it's because i'm scared of the dark and that's most likely why <laughs> um i love flashlight stuff and they they have those new ones where like it's a headband where but it's not a headlamp where like it's, oh, it's, it's directional out strip it goes like all the way around, yes. like like almost 180 degrees it's around a strip. your head, and it's just one huge LED LED strip, strip. and it yeah. is just so freaking bright. It's awesome. Now, I wish they made it in green, or I wish they made yeah. it in red, so we can do a little bit more with the hunting side of things. And I know Jay will appreciate because Jay, you're one of those guys is like it needs to be a green light, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So I wish it was like, it's great for blood trails, obviously, but those things, I mean, I, I put one on the other day and I'm like, holy crap, dude. It like literally lights up your whole area of focus. It's absolutely oh, ridiculous. It makes that. It's, uh, uh, it's like a, all Chinese. There's yeah, no there's a lot of them. Um, what's the, what's the big, I'm, I'm blanking right now. What's there's, the big They're like 13 bucks. They're like 13 Mag bucks. Light. Maglite makes one that's really awesome. But there's a lot of Chinese knockoffs nowadays that you there's, can get. They're so cheap on here. Depending on your value versus uh, versus quality type of deal. Yeah. Fairly cheap. Dude, this would be perfect for tracking a deer, though, if you're just going to try on the white one. This would give you, like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, don't see a, I don't see a red one. I don't see a green or red. I haven't right. seen a red or a green yet either. And I don't think, you know, with those LED strips that they're using, that they can really change. Because you don't really want it. I mean, if I'm going to buy one, I like the ones that are switching from red that you can switch yeah. from red to green to, to white, right? Depending on what scenario you're using it in. And those are usually just like, they're, they're just all white right now, but maybe that's a project uh, oh, yeah. you take on. I don't know. Leave it at home. What's up? Yeah, you wear that out there. Every deer, every animal is going to be like, oh, here he comes. Exactly. There goes Tim. There goes yeah, no, Tim exactly goes ground right. blind. Yeah. And I would there say, he goes. Hey, I would say Dave one can get one, should get one. So when we're tracking deer, but usually his MO is like, oh, you guys go find it. I'll wait here. Just let me know when everything's done. I'll stay. It works good. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So um, so so I was just going to say Streamlight actually came out with a new um, light. It's called like the bear claw or bear trap. I'm sorry, bear trap. And it, it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't even, I just got it a couple days ago and um, it like will latch to pretty much anything that you want, especially anything like a handle or whatever, like a tree. It's wild, but it's crazy bright. It almost looks like a little shop light that you would buy or used to be able to buy that would like plug in and you'd like set it out in your shop floor or something. But this thing, I mean, it'll go anywhere. It's rechargeable and bright as hell. Just like all these new led lights but i don't know is it like a handheld um it can be um check it let me see if i can find it real quick be good for tracking for sure but yeah it wouldn't be something for like walking in or or whatever in the dark i'll see on their website i don't think you're supposed to tell us about it (laughs) (laughs) what's it called bear claw (laughs) no bear trap Oh, that's why it's that foot bear claw. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure it out. Like I, I didn't even know it was coming. I got out in the middle and I was like, what? What is this? Oh yeah, that <laughs> is I, really cool, actually. That yeah, actually be it, really I'm, good. You know, that'd be really good for like if you're um gutting a deer in the dark, right? It it looks right. like that thing kind of stands up and you oh. can stand it up and just point it at you. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely wouldn't use that to walk in. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, it is, it is kind of like too. a shop light, like you were saying. Yeah, Dude, I like that. That magnet See, you knew, yeah, your... There was gadgets that you knew. You just didn't know you knew. <laughs> no. No. That magnet probably stick to your tree stand. Yeah. Although it's 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 white, so what? We're just gonna let them all know we're here. <laughs> no doubt. So, Sean, what are you most excited for in this year coming up, man? Man, I'm excited to hunt Kansas. Um, it's not anything new outside of the fact that uh, I got a new farm out there that um, we're gonna be hunting, and it should be really really good. It's actually kind of like in western Kansas for the most part, and completely different than anything around here in Missouri. And uh, just because it's so open, it's almost like hunting, I don't know, maybe like Western Nebraska slash Wyoming. It's just so crazy and open just for whitetails. There's no mule deer there. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. We, um, we had trail cameras there at the end of the season. So like, we know what deer there we've shed hunted it. It should be exciting. There should be some really, really big deer. I think. So how many, do you how many hunt acres? it differently? Sorry, go ahead, Dave. How many acres is it? Uh, a little over a thousand. Yeah, so just a small little piece. I get it. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you well, hunt it differently when it's wide open versus more woodsy? Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to just because I feel like a lot of these deer could probably see you coming in. Like I. So after shed hunting it, there's, there's cover and there's trees, but I bet there's maybe like three or four trees on that whole place that you could actually hang a tree stand. So I think I'm going to do a lot of ground hunting. Um, I'll have some ground blinds, like some rednecks or whatever that I put out there. But for the most part, I might even just try like tucking into like cedars and stuff and trying that. Do you, do you work with a ground blind company usually or no? Uh, redneck, um, were. No, I get you. I get we we, had, right we, we got a couple of those. It's always like those, that. They're all they're always like that. Everything's like that. Yeah, it's like we, you we got, think it's there. That's why I couldn't well, answer the clothing company question. <laughs> I know. I get it. We we use kind of the, some of those um those uh, ghost blinds, right? With the kind of the mirrored yeah. face to it, and that's kind of cool. I like those, but you got to be honest. You got to be in the right weather for something like that. Sure. Like. Here in Michigan, they're great for early season, but when you get into the later season, and maybe it's just me because I'm getting older, I don't want to sit there out there and cold for four hours, five hours. You know, that's just me. Right. So I'm telling you, some of my funnest hunts have been laying under a tree for four hours. That's true. Some of the closest encounters. So it's always when you two leave and I just go wherever yeah. I want and hide <laughs> in the bushes. You know, no one said you can't life. hide in the bushes. I never said you can't go hide in the bushes. <laughs> Do what you want, bro. I would love no, that, man. I don't want to cut everybody off because that's where I go. It's kind of where I think mm. they'll come out. And then yeah, so many cool sense. encounters. I'll be sending you pictures of my uh, my buddy heater next to me the whole time, too. It'd be right. great. <laughs> so, Sean, last year, last year we, we experienced something a little different. We we got sponsored last year by um, Shadow Hunter Blind. So we weren't used to like a redneck type blind shadow hunter blind so we, we that was the first time we we got some uh but our so as soon as we we made the deal and we got the we got uh the deal done we started working for them and we had not got in the blinds yet it took a, a long time to get the blinds in fact we didn't really get the blinds till like november 1st or something i mean it was really late it was it, yeah know, when we signed the deal season. back yeah, in like yeah. january till the end you know and these are like you know what, I don't know how heavy they are, four, five, six hundred pounds, right? So they weren't like a simple thing you're going to put up right during your rut season, right? It was just kind of a strange right. situation. So anyways, um, so towards the end of it, we did get one in place. We didn't get to raise it like we wanted to, but we got it on the ground. Um, but it was a lot different than we're used to. We're used to pop-up lines. Like we would have pop-ups and tree stands throughout a whole couple lots. And this experience of sitting in a blind like that was kind of luxury like i felt like because it was like not none of the elements really affected you and when you turn the heater on you have to shut it off because it's so it's so it gets so warm in there after time and it was yeah. kind of interesting in the fact that like it's just you could do so many things in there realistically you could i mean you could watch like a freaking college football game in that thing with <laughs> it just i felt like i was sitting in a little hotel room or something but Dave, tell us about like, some of the accessories that you installed in the uh in the yeah so i did some testing i really wanted to play without the idea of can i get it to where 
if I'm self-filming, I can put like a camera like right out the window without having to touch it. Like I could hit record to be out the window. And so sure enough, I found some mounts and I mounted mounts under the window. You could open the window, then the camera could go up and in. It, we use like little, you know, little video cameras this big. They're like Canon yeah. $200. R. They're not like, you know, the good stuff. They're just HD, whatever. We, we're not like, we're right. not, our hunts aren't like a huge deal. <laughs> so it's not like we're seeing monsters. It's so we put it out the window. Memories. Yeah, not yeah that, memories. exactly. And then we'll have like a GoPro inside or something, simple stuff. And, uh, and then I got like a TV, <laughs> I got like a battery system that'll power everything. I wanted to see if it was possible. I'm like, this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> so then I talked to Camp Chef. I'm like, what do you guys think about putting like a little camp thing on the backside of this? They're you like, oh Jamie's yeah, we're in. Right now? We're in. I was like, I'm going to fry some hot dogs while I'm sitting there hunting and go back in the door. But I was thinking about, <laughs> I got this idea and I want to do a video on this because I think it'd just be a funny for TikTok and stuff. But I want to put the blind out, put like the, the cooker on the backside of the door. So like, because ours is like separated by fields. So there's a field in front where you shoot and behind it, there's a little bit of privacy to be honest. There's some trees and it's, it's kind of, so I thought about buying those fake leaves that go up on strings. You could pull them up. Like you see in movies, like Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. So they come up, it's like a hallway. Then I create this hallway and like in the hallway, you can cook and everything and then go back in and hit the button. And these will come back down. <laughs> What, what better way to attract deer than cooking some cornbread out in the field? Uh, I'm thinking more like turkey, turkey, because turkey don't care about smell. So I was thinking it make make more sense to do it during turkey season. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty legit, especially for turkeys that like take forever to come out of the field or whatever. But I agree with you yeah. for sure, Dave. Late season is really the only time that like I hunt out of uh, an enclosed blind like that because it's so freaking cold sometimes here. Yeah, and. Uh, we were talking about that this year. We were like sitting there on our phones, like watching playoff football over deer hunting, like early <laughs> afternoon. Sitting there, and like, oh yeah, here comes some deer. And I was like, it's what it's come to, insane. though. It's changed yeah. a lot. Let's be honest. Since we were kids, you you would be bored out of your mind out there for a long time, and now it's like sometimes I'll be messing around. I'll look up. There'd be a deer right there. I'm like, holy cow! What am I doing? Like, I get you yeah. ready, you know. I, I don't know if happened. my ADD could have handled it back before like 2005, before like the smartphone came <laughs> on board. And thankfully, Dave, you didn't get me into hunting until after the smartphones were have come out, so I can actually handle it. Because I there's no, I mean, honestly, I'd be like Jamie. <coughs> I, I I would sit there for an hour and then I make an excuse that I have to go in and take a poop and then I just never come back. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish I had on camera the way my dad used to take me hunting. You, you guys are just losers. Two hours in the morning, two hours at night. No, he'd stay out all day, but stop, stop sniffing. I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> you got the crappy mite, you know, like Walmart boots. With yep. felt. You, just, you guys remember the, the feet heater? You opened it. I hit the stand. We had no heaters. Yeah. No, remember the, it was a hand warmer and you burned it. You had to start. Yeah. 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 I got we one. Had no yep. hand warmers. <laughs> yep. Stop being a sissy. I think I heard that about 300 times. Yeah, you had the hot seat too. Sissy. You're still a sissy. I don't know what to tell you. It ain't gonna well, your hands didn't work. Dave's, Dave's fingers get cold in five minutes. You gotta come up. I have a disease. It does Sorry. though. Oh my you, gosh. You His fingers turn white. <laughs> All the secrets coming out today. So do you guys uh do you guys ever hunt anywhere where you don't have service now? Uh I try not to. You get service at John's place? I don't. That is yeah, the one place that I hunt where I'll get service, but it's not even enough to like text a group. Cause like when you text over a group, it does it through um like your Wi-Fi band or whatever, right? But if you set text somebody individually, it does it through cell phone signal. And so like, I have just enough signal to like text one person a text message, but I, what, what sucks and what drives me nuts is I can't send stupid gifts to everybody. And that's what, like, I, I'm a gift sender. I love sending gifts and I can't send them. And now it, it's, it is, it's one of those things. So, so, but to solve that problem, Netflix and some other apps allow you to download content right so here i am a week before going to john's hunt camp and i'm sitting on netflix and i'm downloading all these movies that i can watch in the ground blind so i don't have to worry about it <laughs> sean have you ever um have you ever hunted in northern canada uh yes i have um british columbia 
Well, that's I guess little, that's more north than us. But. <laughs> we didn't we didn't have any service up at Bear Camp. Yeah, I was just saying, Canada, we have nothing. It was you like die, I felt you die, like, you die. I thought I felt that way, and without a weapon to protect me, I really felt like I was like in a really bad bad way. Yeah, we uh, we went on a hunt in 2019 in British Columbia moose hunt, and so it was a 10 day hunt. Like they drop you off on a plane, and they're like, "We'll be back in 10 days." And I mean. Shh. We're playing tic tac toe in the dirt. Like we got bored. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, man. No doubt. It's so weird too when you go into those situations. Not not weird, but I guess like I don't know. By the end of it, it's pretty refreshing. You're like, man, I don't even want to go back to that phone because I don't even want to know how many notifications I have, emails, right. the whole thing. <laughs> kind of nice out here. <laughs> yeah. But the first yeah. few days, you like get anxiety. Like, man. What, what if something happened? Right. Yeah. What if Russia attacked Ukraine? What's going on right now? Yeah. All crazy. What if I can't find the batteries for this camera all this way? <laughs> oh man. All right, Sean. Thanks a lot, man, for bullcrapping with us. That was a lot of fun. I I tend to. It's nice not to have a, uh, a set agenda. We just mess around. You know, it just comes sure. fun. Yeah, I don't even know what we talked about anymore. It was great. <laughs> so way it should be. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this podcast myself just to remember what we talked about. Oh, my God. Heartland Bowhunter. Check it online, guys. Uh, you guys, I, I'm sure you've already heard about it. But anyway, if you haven't, heartlandbowhunter.com. And then also, uh, you guys, uh, it, it, you, the, people go to your website to figure out when it airs on TV. Uh, you can do that. Yep. Or it's, you'll find it on social media somewhere. But, um, yeah, like our... Our main slot is Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. So that's your Perfect. Round. And Sean, are you doing the social media stuff or, or is Mike doing that? I handle pretty much all of that. So, yeah. All right, I'll see you on TikTok, my friend. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Don't forget, for, for all of your speaking engagement needs, reach out to Sean Luchtel. Yes, please. He do. loves it. <laughs> it's Sean Luchel. <laughs> Luchtel? Yeah. <laughs> that's it you got it <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next time thanks sean we'll see you guys enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.